Makuta Sikha is Khalik Tazayim Parshish Mai Sikha Gimel, a summary of the Sikha. It says in this week's parsha that it was in those days Moshe Rabbeinu grew up and he went to see how his brothers were doing, how the Jewish people were doing, and he saw a Mitzri hitting a Yid and he killed the Mitzri. So Rashi explains, quotes the words in the passage by Yigdal Moshe, and he grew up and he explains. It says already earlier by Yigdal Ayala that Moshe Rabbeinu grew up, the child grew up talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. So he says, Amar Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Loi, Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Loi explained the difference. Arishan Lakayma, the first one talks about height, that he grew up, he grew up, you know, and he grew in physical, uh, became bigger. Vashene Lugdula, the second one talks about his status. He, uh, he, be- he grew in status, Sheminu Pari Albesida, Pari appointed him over his household affairs. So it would seem that Rashi's, what bothers Rashi here is that it says two times why does it need to say twice? But that doesn't seem to answer to be the explanation because the first is talking about what would seem when he grew up and uh, it says over there, he grew up and therefore his mother returned him to the Bas Pare, to the daughter of Pare. His mother got him in order to nurse him. So when he grew up would mean that he turned two years old, he's no longer nursing, so he should return to the Pare. Whereas over here, when it says Vayigdal, it means that he was old enough to kill a Mitzri. So that's a completely different type of Vayigdal. Why would there be a question why the Torah describes two different Vayigdals, which are in very, very different situations? Two years old to uh, 20 years old or whatever. And therefore, it's no question why it repeats it again, because it's a totally different period of his life. Also, we have to understand, why does Rashi say, the first one is tahait. When a child goes from the age of two and is growing, he grows in many ways, the height and the weight, and in seichel and the ability to talk. There are so many ways in which he grows. Why does Rashi choose he grew in height? What does that mean? Another question, how does Rashi know that the greatness, the status that he reached was that he was a pointer over the, the affairs of Paris' house? Where did he take that from? Also, why does he quote the word Moshe in the uh, introduction, in, in this Rashi? If the, he's describing the word Vayigdal, why does he also say the word Moshe? Another thing, usually when, when Rashi quotes the name of the person that said it, it's because somehow that explains some matter in this question. So what is it about Rabbi Yehuda Rebiloi, who is the one that said it, that tells us something that enlightens the meaning of this commentary, of this Rashi? Perhaps one might want to answer that Rashi is trying to say that the, these are two different types of ayigdal. What the first Vayigdal is simply growing, physically growing. The second one is a, a growth and status, which is a different type of Vayigdal, and that's what he's trying to point out. Because how does he know that this is that it's a different type? Because since the Torah doesn't give any indication of what type of Vayigdal this second one was, so then if if you're saying he grew again but you don't describe what the growth was, so then what's the point of saying it? Therefore, Rashi says it was a different type of growth. It was reaching a new uh, type of status, which is not included in the earlier Vayigdal. But that is still difficult to say that that's what he means, because this idea, Rashi doesn't have to communicate to us, because we already find by Yitzchak 
that it says one time that Vayigdal, that he grew up, and Vayigdal Yelet Vayigomel, which is talking about simply growing up as a child, and he was weaned, and so on, similar to what we're saying here. And the second one is Vayigdal Ish he grew and, and got bigger and bigger, and what does it mean over there? He became very wealthy. That's what the Pasuk expresses that it was something that he became very wealthy. So we already see that the Pasuk repeats the word Vayigdal once meaning he grew in physical, uh, you know, just as a child growing up. And the second one is he grew in status. So it would seem, it would be the same thing here. So why does Rashi have to tell us anything at all if that's what he's trying to say? So the explanation of what Rashi is trying to say. The Pasuk says, And it was, first it says, the child grew up and he was taken back to the daughter of Pari. Then it says, and it was in those days, and he grew up and he uh, went to see his brothers. So if, as we think, that the first growth was that he was weaned, that he no longer needed to nurse, and that's why he was brought back to Bas Pari. And the second one is that he grew in status, in Shivas, he was appointed to some important thing. So what is Vayiba Yama Mahemi? It was in those days. He was two years old. In those days, he was appointed to, a, to a, an important role. How could he have Shivas at the age of two? That's what's bothering Rashi. That's why Rashi comes and tells us the first Vayigdal doesn't mean that he was weaned from nursing and he was two years old. The first one is what Rashi is, is the Chiddush. He was, grew up in height. He became a strapping young man. He became a big boy. That's what it means. And that's why in that age, we can already say that he was given a certain importance in his role in life as well. What does this mean? How could Rashi say that since the Torah says that he... Um, that he was given to the uh, to Yechebet to nurse, and then he was returned to Bas Parai. So, it logically, you would think that it was right after he was no longer nursing, which is at two years old. So, what does Rashi mean that he grew up and then was returned to Bas Parai? Means when he became a big boy. Why was he still in, ba in the home of Yechebet when Bas Parai was looking to get him back? So, the explanation is when Yechebet got a hold of Moshe Rabbeinu, she got her son back. She wasn't willing to give him up, so she would use every excuse possible to explain to Baspare, I finished nursing him, but you can't tear him away. He's bonded with me. He's connected to me. If you take him away right now, it'll, it'll be very upsetting to him. So you have to leave him a little while longer. And this kept going on as long as she could make it work. She wanted to keep Moshe in her own home. But then, of course, as he became a big boy, so then how, when he, what is she going to say now? He's a big boy, you have to let him go. He has to, he's no longer, he can't be attached to his mommy, even though what his, she thought it was not his real mommy, but she, he can't be a baby anymore, you have to give him back. When he became a, a big boy, then she had to give him back already. So how long could we say that took? You could say five, six, at the most, and it was already uh, 12, 13, but then he's already becoming a teenager. He's physically developing. How could you still say that, he's, that he should be, you know, uh, remain with Yechebet? So at the, old, at the oldest he could have been would be 12, 13 years old. The question is, how do you appoint somebody that's 12 years old to, um, to Gedullah? 
What's the gedula that they want to appoint a, a young 12-year-old boy to? What is the meaning of that? That's why Rashi knows that it wasn't a government position. It wasn't that he was being in charge, put in charge of a department in the government, of a ministry in the government. It was something personal to Pare in his personal affairs, in his own home. That's the kind of uh, gedula you can appoint even a, bo- a boy, a teenager. As we see by Yosef, that Yosef was also only 17 when Paitifer appointed him over his household affairs. So we see that that is a possibility. But still, why would they appoint a 12-year-old, a 13-year-old, over, even over the home of Parag? So that's why Rashi says, Vayigdal Moshe, it was because this was Moshe. Moshe represents that the daughter of Pare brought him out of the water. She was, he was very dear to her. She had a personal connection to her. She was in love. She loved him, and so on, as a child, as a son. So he got this position because his mother advocated upon, uh, for him. I love my child. You have to give him an important job here. You have to make him in. The, you have to allow him to grow in status, and that's what, how she convinced her father, Parai, to put him in charge of the house. In order to bring out this point even more, Rashi says, "Who was who said this? Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi. What do we know about him? We know that Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi was very, very poor. He was so poor that he couldn't even afford his own garment. Him and his wife shared garments. They could only go out one at a time." They couldn't leave the house together because they only had one set of clothing. And that's why Ram Gamliel, when he declared a fast, he was the Nasi. And everybody was expected to come to shul for that fast, for the uh, davening of the fast. And he didn't show up. They asked him, why didn't you come? That's how they found out that he didn't have a set of clothing to be able to leave the house. Even so, the, the Roman emperor appointed him as the main spokesman for the Jewish people. He put him in charge over the house of the Nasi. He gave him the absolute great highest appointment within the Jewish community. How does a, a Roman emperor that, that sees money and accomplishment, you know, uh, wealth management as something important, Rabbi Yudhavar had none of that. Even in comparison to other poor people, he was a poor man. How did he appoint him that? Because he saw there was a certain quality about him and because of that quality, even though in his, in the, normally in the mind of the Roman emperor, this would, he would not be a candidate for this kind of appointment. But because of Nesias Chain, he had this charisma that appealed to the Roman emperor. That's why he appointed him. And that's what happened with Moshe Rabbeinu as well, that because the Baspare loved him so much, she made her father appoint him as... To Gdula, even though he was only 12 years old. The Rebbe then goes on to explain Kabbalistically a, a, a deeper meaning of this Rashi. He starts by explaining that there's a machlaikis about Moshe Rabbeinu when he was born. It says that his mother saw that he was Kitoivu. And the, the Zayar describes the machlaikis between Rabchia and Rabbi about what this greatness was. Rabchia says that it was that he was born with a bris. Rabbi Yaisi says that he was born, the, the, uh, the light of the Shekhinah sh- shined out of him, and the whole, uh, the whole uh, house was filled with light. To explain this, there are two elements, two aspects to Moshe Rabbeinu. There is his personal sta- state and the, his personal accomplishments as a person, and then there is his accomplishments as the shepherd of the Jewish people, how he relates to other people. 
and when he was born, both of these qualities were already in a state of perfection. What uh, the Noilad Mol means, he himself reached a state of perfection. Mila, the, the lack of Mila means that there is a concealment baby, uh, over the Nevesh Elikis, which is not able to express itself until the bris, the Orla, is removed. But Moshe Rabbeinu already reached that perfection without the need for a bris. Then there is that he filled the house with light. That's how he affects the world around him. That's how he affects other people and so on. Now the Rebbe's father explains that the, Rebbe, the Machloikis, each one of these, Rebchia and Rebbe Yossi, was describing his level. Rebchia is on the level of Yesaid. And that's why he described the perfection of Yesaid. Mila is the level of Yesaid. Which so he describes the perfection in the matter of Mila. Rabbi Yaisi is the level of Malchus. Malchus means something that goes down in order to create, to bring about creation. So he describes the perfection of Moshe as the what was noticed about it. Of course, he had both levels of perfection. But Rabbi Yaisi says that his mother noticed the fact that the house was filled with light. He he affected others with his greatness comes along Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi and he says actually Moshe Rabbeinu was seen in both of these perfections even though Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi himself is also the level of Malchus but there's a difference in the way that Rabbi Yossi expresses Malchus and the way Rabbi Yehuda expresses Rabbi Yossi expresses Malchus in the way it's already uh, working to transmit downwards to Bria Yitzir the name Yossi is to the same numerical value as Elikim 86 and Elikim is the way, the name of Hashem which affects the world, the creation. So Yaisi also was the expressing Eliku, uh, Malchus as it pertains to bringing about creation, going down to the lower worlds. Also Yaisi is not the name <coughs> Elikim itself, it's only Begimatria of the name Elikim. So that's a further concealment. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda, the name Yehuda, has within it the name Yudke Vavke, all the letters in the, of the name of Hashem, only a dalit in the middle. So it expresses Yudke Vavke, rather, in other words, the world of Atsilus in its purity, not in its, the way it's going down to the lower worlds. And also it's there in a very open and manifest way. Not that it has to be a gematria. It's there in its full glory. So Rabbi Yehuda expresses Malchus as it's still connected to Atzilus. Rabbi Yaisi expresses Malchus as it's already going down to the lower worlds. So Rabbi Yaisi sees the role of Moshe Rabbeinu as being the Raya as he affects the, the world down there. But Rabbi Yehuda, he is able to bring out both. He sees Moshe Rabbeinu in his state in Atzilus as he is in Hashem Atzilus as well as going down to the lower levels as well. And that's why he says that's why it's Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi that says that there's two pshatim. The Rishon Lekayma, the first one is Kaima in Moshe Rabbeinu's personal stature and his personal greatness. And then there is the second thing which is that Shemino Parei Albeisei, that Parei appointed him as the administrator. In other words, how is he going to affect the world around him? Rabbi Yehuda sees both of them as the perfection of of Moshe Rabbeinu, whereas Rabbi Yaisi only related more to the lower level of that.